Veda to throw some light on what are some of these um, right what what are the provisions mentioned in the law which talk about consent and what happens when this consent has been violated um so firstly we've put together a few sections and acts uh, from our legislations from our indian legislations uh, which are rooted in an understanding of consent so they may or may not directly use the language of consent but it is through these sections that consent is analyzed in courts um now these uh, sections are looked into whenever consent is not sought and whenever a person feels violated uh, in any way um so first let's look at the uh, sections of the indian penal code um the main sections that we're going to look into today would be 354a b c uh, and d uh, now they are very gender specific they only look at women uh, as uh, survivors or victims and uh, men as perpetrators they've also only recently been brought into the penal code after the nirbhaya rape case uh, in 2013 Uh, so now, three fifty four A speaks of sexual harassment, which basically entails making sexually coloured remarks uh, at somebody, uh, making unwelcome sexual advances uh, with physical contact, uh, asking for sexual favours uh, from a person, uh, or showing pornography to them without their consent. Uh, this is what would entail uh, sexual harassment. Uh, Section three fifty four B has to do with um, a criminal force or assault with an intention to disrobe the person, that is, to uh, remove their clothes uh, without their consent. Three fifty four C speaks of voyeurism. Uh, now, voyeurism takes place when a woman is being observed in a private space where she doesn't expect to be watched by anybody. So, when a person watches her secretly. Uh, and also captures this visual and then disseminates it that is when uh, the offense of voyeurism takes place now an example of voyeurism would probably be a man secretly watching a woman who is in a changing room uh, let's say uh, and then he captures that visual uh, however possible by him he records it and then he releases this uh, these videos say on any online platforms right um so such a um, such an act would fall under voyeurism um 354d uh, speaks of stalking where you are following a woman uh, whether it's physically or over the internet even or you know monitoring her movement in any way uh, despite her request to you to stop doing it uh, so she has made a request and still uh, you know the opposite person is refusing uh, to uh, to listen and to to stop following her whether it's online or physically that is when the offensive stalking is uh, is made out uh, now both these sections are also usually clubbed with the it act because of the um, because of the virtual nature in which they can be carried out um, so the two uh, sections from the it act which would be clubbed with these would be dissemination of obscene material and violation of privacy so when we are talking also voyeurism uh, recording you know such a visual and disseminating it would count as obscene material and would also count as violation of uh, her privacy uh, another uh, example that would include would sending uh, would be sending unsolicited uh, pictures of your genitals that 
a lot of times women experience on social media platforms from men specifically um another example would also be just like pankti spoke of the boys locker room incident right that happened last year now the the men who were involved in these incidents were charged uh, with forgery uh that to forgery with an intention to ca- uh, to cause harm to reputation because they morphed pictures so it's a kind of forgery that you know that they did with those pictures and also of course dissemination of obscene material and also uh, violation of privacy um the other two sections that i would like to talk about would be 354 and 509 now these two sections are a part of the indian penal code uh which basically talk of outraging the modesty of a woman again they are very gender specific they only look at women as a survivor or a victim and they don't uh, speak of these acts in the language of consent they speak of these acts in the language of uh, a man violating or outraging the modesty uh, that every woman ha- possesses uh, within herself um now section 354 covers more severe acts than section 509 uh, and they are both acts which are short of sexual penetration so the sexual penetration laws come under the rape provisions and not under this uh, but i can give you examples of acts that would come under this section they would be touching someone inappropriately or doing acts or making gestures uh, in public that will uh, make the woman uncomfortable or even eve teasing her uh, acts of even men masturbating in public in front of women uh, would also be included in sections like both of these um now all these acts that we just spoke about are part of the criminal law all of them are also covered in the posh act the posh act is basically the sexual harassment uh, of, of women at workplace act uh, which aims at preventing and uh, giving redress to to the women who may have been uh, sexually harassed at workplace uh, and these instances of sexual harassment are the ones which are done also in a professional capacity so even if it does not happen at the workplace but it is happening outside the workplace then in professional capacity also if they take place they would come under uh, this particular law what this law tries to do is basically resolve these uh, complaints that come up at the company level itself uh so it allows women to raise complaints in within the company and for her to not have uh to go to the police and to go to the courts if that's not the way she chooses chooses to go through um the next is the poxo act now this act was brought in specifically to deal with sexual crimes against children because children are seen as a vulnerable group and by vulnerable i mean vulnerable to abuse and violence because they are not empowered enough to stand up to abusive adults and also children always don't know the consequences of giving consent to something and especially if we are to talk about sexual consent at least this legislation does not believe that people below the age of 18 are capable of uh, giving consent and which is why they have brought this law